Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the Word. Something wonderful is going to happen. Somebody raise your voice and speak to God. Just raise your voice and speak to Almighty God. If you have tongues, speak them. If you have one tongue, speak your language.
Somebody love him, Jesus.
deep in love with you.
mighty hand clap of praise. Come on, somebody. Look like you're clapping for Jesus. Somebody tell Jesus we love you. Passed in very, very, very simple lives. But some of us look back where we come from and we say, Oh my God. <laughs> there were many who wanted us dead, there were many who wanted us destroyed, there were things that just didn't want us to be. You know, I look back where we come from and I'm thinking, oh God, oh God. We survived. We made it. You know, when the Bible tells us that his love goes straight, I, I have now understood that the constraints of love cause us to judge the right way. That's what the Bible says that his love constraints and thus we judge we, we can never apprehend the judgments of the Lord until we understand his love yeah. his righteous judgment that proved us right even when we knew we were wrong the Bible says for while we were yet sinners Christ died somebody thank God for love just yeah. At where you're going and I thank God I look at this far that you've come and I thank God you might not be on the pulpit to tell it all but I'm fully persuaded somebody in this room has a story ha, somebody has a story oh hallelujah hallelujah praise God praise God you may be sitting Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
God, we thank you for your love. You see, for some of you, it might not seem yet clear on what you're going to be. But trust me, God is true. 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 You know, it's one thing when you look at your future and it's clear. Not because you're the most clear man on the earth, but because he has good plans. Good plans to make you prosper and not to harm you, to give you that future and hope, that expected end. Tell your neighbor you'll finish well. You will finish well. Tell your neighbor, tell him, you will finish well. Don't worry, you will finish well. There is always a way that we finish well. Hallelujah. Why? Because nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Sometimes we go through things and I'm like, no, he loves me. Yes, it's tight, but he loves me. Sometimes things can't be interpreted, but he loves me. Praise God. And that suffices. Let's open our Bibles. In the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, the ninth chapter, from the first verse. If you're there, you say amen. Are we there? The Bible says in the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, the ninth chapter from the first verse, it says, and he entered into a sheep and passed over and came into his own city. Hallelujah. And behold, they brought to him a man sick of palsy, the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, son, be of good cheer, thy sins, thy sins be forgiven thee. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and behold... Certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherever for, think ye evil in your hearts. For whether is easier to say thine sins be forgiven thee, or to say arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then said he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thine bed, and go into thine house. And he rose and departed to his house. Hallelujah. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto men. Not man. Men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's something very deep in that scripture that I wanted to to bring out by the grace of God. Now, the scriptures are clear. For some of you who have been reading with me, this was Jesus' own town. Okay? They bring a palsy. He heals a palsy. And when he heals a palsy, he tells the guy, thine sins have been forgiven thee. And the Pharisee has a problem. The Pharisee's problem is, this is blasphemy. How can you say that you have the power to forgive sin? And then Jesus says, how be it that you think such evil in your heart? Which is easier, 
to say that thine sins are forgiven or to tell this man that get up from your bed and walk. Which is easier? And he says, okay, you get up out of your bed and walk. And the man did what? He walked and they were marveled. Now, there are two things I need to show you here. The first thing is, do you realize that they did not doubt that the man was healed? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So, these were unbelievers who were believing. The problem is not the miracle. The problem is blasphemy. But they believe that he does what? And that's why I realized that the people, let me tell you, I've, I've grown, this, this is a fact and truth infallible. That nobody can criticize you when they don't know that you can. Don't, don't ever be mistaken. Nobody can attack you if they don't know that you can. Nobody attacks something in, with, without ability. You get my point? You can't find somebody shouting at a madman, Yo, you're stupid. No, he's mad. He doesn't have the ability for him to have a cognitive experience like a normal person. So it's normal. It's, 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 it's acceptable that he's mad. Therefore, anything can happen. Even the gods of law, they can say, okay, was he in his sane mind? No, let's check him out. We check him out and we discover, ah, no, the guy wasn't sober. And then we say, on that note, he didn't do it in his own what? Mind. But the ability to, to think comes with a price. Hallelujah. So I was saying, they did not doubt that he was a what? He was a healer. No. They see and understand that this guy has the ability. They know he does. Their problem is blasphemy. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Their problem is blasphemy. Do you realize that in this puzzle, they didn't want to just see whether it would happen? No. They were just curious about this guy who was attracting attention by the anointing of God on his life as a son of God. Hallelujah. Now, there now goes the paradox. One time I was telling people that there are things I failed to understand in the church. Okay? The things, if we can get the total sum of the things fighting you, it is proof that God is in your life. You, you just, you study your life eh, and see the things that fight you. Without even saying, but God, are you really there? Some of you, when you look at your life, eh, it is evident it is evident that God is working in your life. If you look at the, the way things attack you, the way things come, the way things happen, if you had no God in this world, some of these things would have no business with you. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to tell you. That is why the scriptures say that the farmer goes out to sow a seed. Okay? When he's explaining the essence of that seed falling on the ground and the thorns and what, the scriptures speak of them which get attacked because of the account of the word. Not because they have a demon in their father's life. For somebody in their family, they have a castle. And, and, no, 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 The Bible says, these are they which likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises, for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Give me the Amplified. I want to read it Amplified. Mark 4, 16. Uh-huh. And in the same way, let's read, uh-huh. The one sown upon stony ground. Now we're talking about stone, not thorny, not, not dry ground, and, and not good ground, okay? He says, in the same way, the one sown upon stony ground, uh-huh, let's read, are those who, when they hear the word at once, they receive and accept it and welcome it with joy. Uh-huh. And they have no root in themselves, 
And so they endure for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, they immediately are offended, become displeased, indignant, resentful, and they stumble and fall away. So why is persecution and trouble coming? But that, do you know what they're teaching you? Generational curses. People have convinced the world that everything that happens in the Christian's life is generational curses. Let me tell you, if some people lived in the day of Joseph, mama, he would have a spirit of rejection. The, the, the pastors would get him aside and say, come and we deliver you from that spirit of of rejection because your brothers fought you. Your father had a problem when you dreamed. You know, you understand. I see, I see, I see that your father had a problem when you spoke of the dream. Yes. See? Now, on top of that, your brothers hear that you have a dream and then they throw you in a pit. Is that true? Yes, that's true. And I see that you go in Potiphar's house. So, and, and, and you're, you're working as a slave. A child who's not supposed to be enslaved. And I see that this woman makes a move on you, but coincidentally she, she accuses you and then they throw you in the prison. Is that true? Yes. Ah. Now I see, Father, that while you're in prison, you interpret dreams, but there are some guys who are supposed to remember you, they forget. That is a spirit of what? Rejection. Hallelujah. That's a spirit of what? I told Christians there is no such thing called rejection. The spirit spoken of in the book of Proverbs is called poverty. The Bible says the poor man is rejected. You get money. Just get money. You read uh, Proverbs 14.20. What does it say? Poor man is rejected. Even of his own neighbor. But the rich man. I said the rich man. Have many friends. Those are my things of... I break that spirit of get money. And when people ignore you, say, Father, I thank you because I'm rich. I thank you because I'm rich. Start to wire money because when money comes, (laughs) you start to look like an answer. Because money does what? Answereth all things. And the principles in the scriptures are there. The principles in the scriptures are they're there. Do you know Christians are poor because they just want to be poor? Do you know, do you know Christians are poor because they just want to be poor? For example, if the Bible says that he, money answers all things, okay? It means you just need to know how to call it, period. You just need to know how to call it. Now, I've seen people who are religious, they just scream, Money, come! And I'm thinking, <laughs> Bambi. There's a way we call in the spirit. <laughs> Tell anybody there's a way. When Paul tells you, I know how to be fool, do you know the meaning? Do you know what it means to be fool? To know how to be fool. It means you know how to get the car you want to get. You know how to build the house you want to build. You know how to buy the land you want. You know how. You're not believing God for. You're past believing. You know how to. The life of the Christian must know how. It can't live on the place of we are believing God for a breakthrough. No. You must tell your neighbor you must know how. 
Hallelujah. Many principles, your tithes, your offerings, the givings. Praise the Lord. Have you ever noticed why in Fanero we don't push people? Not because there are no things to be met, okay? But because we want to create a kind of church where people are mature enough not to be pushed. One million, you if you don't give, this is going to fall on you. Uh -uh. You if you feel you're too poor, you stay in your what? Poverty. We shall preach you from there slowly. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. We shall preach you from there slowly. But that poverty mentality that I see around Christians, it is too, too wrong. You get my point? It is too wrong. Do you know, do you know that very few people actually run this meeting? This meeting, very few. Very few people. If I was to tell you the average giving of some of you guys, some of you would even run mad and run out. But I forgive you. Very few people, very few people run these meetings. Very few. Very few. Praise the Lord. And I'm a giver in the meeting. I give every month. And then after that, I preach to you. You get my point? Hallelujah. I've never knocked on anyone's hand. I said, Bambi, lend me. No. Why? Because I know how to. I just have to know how. Praise the Lord. If you grow up and give, it's okay. If you don't, that's okay. Praise the Lord. But let us never have the pressure to tell people, if you don't give, this is going to happen to you. No. That, we won't be here in Fanero. Tell your neighbor, that is not here in Fanero. As the mind is made up. That's what we believe. As the mind is made up. Hallelujah. If somebody feels they are poor, let them give from that cup of it. Praise the Lord. Somebody feels they are rich, Hallelujah. It's what the Spirit of God speaks to you. Either way, the meetings will run. And our needs will be met. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You find somebody, they say, but you have a spirit of rejection. So they call you out and then they start to, shakalababa. We break, we break. And then after that, you realize the girl was just poor. When Joseph was made governor, you see how they came. There was no casting off. Musimaya, they are breaking generational caste. No. The guy was just made governor. That's all you need. So if you hear, oh, oh, me, I feel rejected, get money. You get money. What? You get, get money. Even if you're unlovable, I swear, people will laugh around you when they're not loving. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but really, they're not really laughing. No, they're laughing because you are rich. Give your neighbor a high five, but they're talking about me. Tell me, they're talking about me. Tell your neighbor, they're talking about me. <laughs> Hallelujah. But everything that happens in the Christendom today, everything is generational. The deeper they break, the more the things come on them. So after 20 years, you actually realize every year you almost broke like a million. You get my point? So some people say, ah, but you see, for you, you don't do deliverance. No, we do deliverance on ignorant people. We, there are people who are still ignorant about who they are. 
Guy comes, you pray, the eyes go up, you know, and this one doesn't know. But when you know the truth, when you know the truth, when you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. It's the responsibility of truth to set you free. It's the responsibility of truth. A woman walked to me a few days ago and said, oh, apostle, they said I'm barren. I told her, you barren? You? You? I'm not even going to pray for you. The devil will see me. And she got pregnant a few days later. Without Simanya, Shakala. No. I was scared that the devil will see me, even me observing lying vanities. I, the, the thought of it scared me. I fear for the devil to find me. I am praying. He hears us. We also get in the council of, in the name of Jesus, that is stupidity. The Bible says that if a man is born again, he is a new creation. And the Bible says, and the old is passed away. And now, behold, all things have become new. And it says that all things are of God. It annoyed me. Because, see, when you read the word, there is a way you think. If, if the Bible says that none among them shall be barren, even their cattle. Cattle. You buy them, oh, and God said, no barrenness. Because, because you have a cattle. Whoever has the ear should interpret. These days I fear to make certain prayers because I fear the devil to see me. Otherwise, listen, I've stacked myself so high to waste time with the devil. That's why Christians are dying every day because all they teach you are demons, demons. The Bible says that now your obedience has come abroad, all men. It has come abroad on men. And now it says, I would rather have you wise and to that which is good and simple concerning evil. Read it again. It says, for your obedience is come abroad and to all men. I am glad therefore on your behalf. But yet I would rather have you wise and to that which is good and very simple concerning evil. Instead of telling you a million demons on your grandfather, let me tell you the good God. Let me tell you the creator of heaven and earth, the alpha and the omega, the present and the future. That guy. He says, I would rather have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. Why? What happens? Next verse. Verse 20 says, if you do this, uh-huh, and the God of peace shall bruise Satan and uh, your feet after 30 years of fasting and prayer and sowing, sacrificing on a prayer mountain. He said, and the God of peace shall crush the devil under your foot shortly. He won't allow it to take a week. He won't allow it to take a month. He can't let it make a year. Shortly. But some Christians, they say, me, I've spent 20 years. 20? 20? 20? They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercies. Everything not godly is lying. But some of us, we just tell people, the generation curse, the curse of your cousin. Do you know how many people are, are they're receiving deliverance every day. They're screaming. You understand? And then after screaming, the same thing is on them. And then you look at the person, you realize they've been in 10 years deliverance. Nothing is happening. Nothing. 
Nothing has changed. And there's this little small American kid, chubby, flea, you know, those sleepy witties and freaky freddies. He didn't know God. He didn't believe in God. He didn't even know the devil exists. No, but for him, it's okay. Because he doesn't know. You tell him the devil is falling. He says, huh? Say what? <laughs> then you're like, why is it that when you became born again, things became worse? You were okay before you accepted the Lord, some of you. But you entered salvation and it became like it was burden. Hakazito. Before you knew the Lord, things were okay. When you came into the Lord, it wasn't. You find a Christian, she's 50 and she's walking beaten like this. Why? Because every time we are breaking, breaking, breaking. I would rather have you wise unto that which is good. I said I would rather have you wise. I would rather have you wise unto that which is good. And if somebody refuses that, yeah, we have the anointing. I get you, put you in a corner, you scream, I cast out, then you roll, then you get that and walk back home. It's still okay. It's another method. You understand? Because me, I do both. I don't want you to say, ah, he's very jealous of the other ones. Ah, you bring somebody with a demon and I show you. I sample, just, you scream around. Then they vomit things, then I show, ah, so you know, I can do that. And yes, okay. Let me have them wise. Let me have them wise. Do you know as wisdom comes in a man's spirit, the devil is being crushed. That's the principle. The moment wisdom comes, boom, something is happening. Some of you think you're just seated in Fanero Fua. No, you're not sitting in Fanero Fua. Something is happening in your life. It's happening in your marriage. It's happening at your workplace. It's working in your family. It's happening. Something must be happening in your body. One time people will look at you and they'll realize this is funerish. Already some of you, even the way you look, you really look funero now. The, the first time some of you entered these rooms, you didn't even have space. You look like you are from a slaughter. The valley, you know the scriptures speak of something they call the valley of Baca. It's old. It's very, you know, some people, they enter church beaten. You look at them and you see like they're from a fight. Teeth are out, what, everything, they just come to. I refuse that you look like that. The Bible says, who saw the sun sets free. He is free indeed. If you still see funny things, the sun didn't. It was another thing. But who saw the sun sets free? It's free indeed. Why am I trying to tell you? I'm saying all this to make you understand that some of us come from somewhere and we can't go back. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. There are people who can come from somewhere and go back, but some of us from where we are coming from, we can't go back. It, it should satisfy our souls to know that if the Bible says, who saw the sun sets free, it's free indeed. I want to get out of one level and enter another and never worry that I'm going to go back. You know, there are some people who are so blessed, but if they are, they are, they are clocks stick in the back of their heads, I don't know, some might come, I don't know. God, herep, herep, herep. Some might, they are, they are protect, they're like, they're like, the other day somebody was singing about the prayer of Jabez, you know, and he says that, eh, eh, expand my territory. And then he says, and Sumaya, put your hand on me. So, no, listen, 
Jabez was not a new creation. You passed the life of Jabez. You passed the life of Jabez. You don't ask that. Put your hand. Of course he will. Of course he will. Of course he will. He said he shall perfect that which concerns you. And, and I run mad sometimes. Like sometimes there are those scriptures that drop when I'm meditating. For example. Blessed be the Lord which performeth all things for me. Do you, when, when you study that scripture. The word performing all things. He's like an actor on stage trying to make you happy. God, Jehovah God. He says, I'll cry unto God, most high unto God, that performeth all things for me. He makes all things. He performs all things for me. Oh! Nothing in my life is a mistake. I don't have mistakes in my life anymore. Things can happen, but he performeth all things. He performeth all things for me. I'm just a spectator watching God do things. Enter that life. Just enter that life. Some of you, it's very important that you start looking at at the life of salvation as just someone who just looks back to see what God is doing. Not what the devil is doing. He said, only a spectator shall you be yourselves inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High as you witness the reward. God will hide you and make you see the movie of demons falling on walls, splitting and gushing on blood. And you're watching it like in 3D or 5D. Glasses on. You're sitting backstage eating popcorn and you're seeing guys who are beating you falling mad. Blessed be the Lord which performeth all things for me. When, when I meditate those things and somebody speaks evil about me, I go in my bed and I start to spectate their end. Don't try this at home. That's why it's too dangerous to touch a Fanero person. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Very dangerous. One time some woman said, oh, these guys, I don't believe. She attacked me. I told the guys who were with her, I said, that one, ah, she's fired. <laughs> How? Apostle, she's established. I told her, you don't understand. Firing, hiring is here. <laughs> Few weeks down the road, they fired her. So she says, oh, Apostle, they fired her. I told her, what did you think? Any tongue that rises against you, any, any, whether it is right or wrong, it's not supposed to rise against you because he's performing all things for you. Whether you're fake or not, he's on your side. Sometimes I walk like a lethal weapon, explosive dynamite. I don't know. I'm nuclear. I fear myself. Tell your neighbor, I fear myself. Mugambe, Tomutia. Mugambe, I fear myself. I fear myself. You should fear yourself. You should walk with that confidence that you are who you are in God. Somebody messes up, you tell them, 
tell your neighbor, even if you don't know the meaning, don't worry. Just say it, it works. Just say, Listen, the days of trampling on us are over. They are over. Those days of just stepping on you far, speaking about you far, talking things far, those things have come to an end. I tell you, we know who we are. Some of you should understand Jesus died for us. Listen, don't play with somebody God died for. If God could love a holy nation like the Jews and then a man of God comes and tells him that you fight, but if the people you're fighting are Jews, he warns him if the ones you're fighting are Jews he's warning if the ones you're fighting are Jews, now you put your name you're not even deeper than Jew if the one you're fighting is born again me I don't know who I'm talking to but there's somebody right now I'm trying to help understand that there's nothing they're saying about you has matter there's nothing they can think about you can prosper, nothing nothing you're so hid to be accessible I'm trying to explain to somebody not me, there's somebody I, I don't know who God is talking to, but you're worried oh, they're thinking they, they, they are going to fire you, I'm hearing somebody they are worried, they are not going to fire you say it, say everything Say it, you talk about pain. They can't. You say it. They can't. They can't. They can't. They can't. They can't. They can't. Married women, put up your 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 ring and say Zetebanga Tako. You say Zetebanga Tako. You say it. Tebanga Tako. Tebanga Tako. Tebanga Tako. You say. When I said married women, I thought even those ones who are thinking to marry have entered it. Some of you. If you're a businessman, you say Tebatuba. You say Tebatuba. You say Tebatuba. 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 You understand what I'm saying? So even if they do, I told people one time somebody could take out me a chicken, killed it on the gate, then I just did like this. Skipped it. I didn't even pass on it on the side. 
didn't want to go on the side and say, oh, witchcraft. No. If it is witchcraft, me, I want to step in it like this. Eh? So that I wait to see what will happen to me. If you find the chicken and it's still kicking, you thank God for lunch. for lunch those are my things oh apostle they've sent something it's witchcraft I see it in our house in our house in our house one time I was sleeping (laughs) some years ago and I'd gotten to know who I am and something came at night night and then hit the roof. Boom! <laughs> Kept quiet. <laughs> Next day. Boom! <laughs> I told him, bang again. <laughs> I don't even know who I was speaking to. You know some of you, you studied in Makere, you're in flats, you don't even know hostels. Anyway, you understand? The, the moment you, you tell it, bang one more time. And see. Because me, I communicate with those things. I told people one time I was driving in a car, and then a CD started, refused to play. I put it in, it refused. I put it in, it refused. I told him, now, woman... If you refuse to play this time, I promise I'm going to break you in the presence of your people. I put it in. It refused to work. I got out all the other CDs. I put them there. I told them, now, I want all of you to observe as an example. I got those old CDs that don't work anymore. I put them there. I said, I broke it in their presence, threw them out of the car. I told them, have you seen? I got all those other CDs that were not working. Each one started to work. How can you play with me? City. How much more? I mean, if you can talk to a tree, can't I be a bit more mad to talk to a city and a shoe? If your shoe is old, tell it, woman, look for another one next year. Or are you man? Some of your shoes are men. You man, look for another... <laughs> if your bag is old, be looking at it and you're saying you're going. You're going. You're joking. You are going. You have to go. If you're driving an old car, you drive now, you're saying bye bye. I'm leaving you. I'm leaving. Yaka setting. Hallelujah. That's how it works. Tell your neighbor that's how it works. So, I had a problem looking at Christians who don't believe in the working of the spirit and looking at unbelievers who are trying so much to cover what they believe is working. I don't know if you get my point. There are Christians who don't believe it's working. And then there are unbelievers who believe and they're trying to fight it working. 
look at any man who fought the Christ. He asked them, for what work do you persecute me? The Bible says they hated him without cause. Why do you think they hated him? They hated him because they knew it was working. If it wasn't worth the attention, listen, if you were not worth that attention. So trouble and persecution comes because of the word. You receive too much not to attract trouble. And if you don't want trouble, get out. Last week I showed you and I told you, you don't run away from trouble because the worst is not always the worst. I showed it to you. It's in the scriptures. It's not what the doctor said. It's how you responded. It's how you responded. It's not what the, 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 your boss said or who said what they said that she said. No, it's not what anybody said in your life. It's how you responded. It's why how you responded. All of these things work for us a far away tear glory. He said for the light afflictions. He says, brethren, consider the light afflictions. Even cancer, he called it. Even HIV, he called it. He said for our light affliction, uh which is but for a moment. Why is it but for a moment? Because the devil will be crushed shortly because we have you wise unto that which is good. When we carry the pattern of having men wise and true that which is good, honestly, the devil will be held shortly. Now, because of our principle, we call everything light. Yes, the, your cancer is advanced. <laughs> it's light. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It is what? It is light. It is light. For example, say, Apostle, I have a very, very, very big problem, and I realize now I have a problem. <laughs> Not because they have a big problem, but because they have observed what is light as a big problem. Now, how am I going to first change them to understand that God called it light? <laughs> he said, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. How? While we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. While we look not. While we look not. That means when we look, it doesn't work for us. While you look not, yes, the kids are not going to school. But don't say, you know, even some of you wives, eh? the kids are not going to school and you're telling, don't you care that the kids are not going to school? Don't you think he knows that the kids are not going to school? Maybe the man is working out face. Not looking at the things which are seen. A few years ago, I found a woman. She said, Apostle, her husband had died. She had like four kids. She didn't have money. She was all broke and funny, living in a very small hut, a two-bedroom hut, built with the uh, soil. Eh? And she tells me all her stories and that, that, that. And she's born again, but blah, blah, blah. You know, people who serve, but they are very poor. So she tells me her story and all. And then I tell her, 
there are things I can't explain to you now and you understand. But now I tell you as a man of God, you're going to get your own house. Eh? You might say amen, you might not, but you're going to get your own house. God is going to get you out of this whole story and all. Um, but when it comes to the kids, you're not going to get school fees because you're doing it the wrong way. You understand? The kids didn't study last year and she's saying, I believe God that my children will get fees. Then the next year, I believe eh? <laughs> Managa, woman. The moment time begins, carry them like they have fees. Take them to school. Tell the HM it's going to reflect on your account. Go back home. When you hear all they just meet tomorrow morning, get them again. Take them to school. Until the HM is dead. By the time the HM is dead, something will have come on your way. That is how we do it. You don't start a boutique by borrowing money from your cousin in London. No. Buy two pairs of shoes and tell God, point of contact. Mm. <laughs> One time a woman called me, called us sometime in a, oh, I'm believing God for, for a house. I don't have money. We told her, buy two bricks. Two. Put them there and say, God, this isn't Antiqua. I'm building. Every time you look at those two bricks, tell everyone I'm building. She put the bricks in her house. And every morning she says, I am building. Everybody who finds Amunanga, I'm building. She built. That's what I'm saying. If you want to buy a car, buy oil. Put it in your house. Get a tire. Put it in a corner. <laughs> that is how it works. Don't believe God for it. No. Buy something. Buy insurance. Buy do something. And just put it there and say this is for my car. At least buy those perfumes of cars and put it in your house. And say this is for my car. Point of contact. Some of you are still believing. You believe. Continue believing. Continue believing. Continue believing. She got those kids. Took them to school that next time when I'm watching. Are you hearing? They sent them back. And then the day they were sent back, somebody entered her place. And said, why are these kids back? Mufiz, no, 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 no. Your kids shouldn't be. Mm. Just like that. Just like that. Before she got the house that they gave her somewhere in Tinder. That very time I spoke it. Are you hearing me? That, during that very season, they got stuff, had things, and the landlord was throwing it out. You're hearing me? And she told me, oh, landlord, he's on my case. I told her, landlord, do you know what's inside you? Do you understand? Some Christians, they need to first understand who they are. Who is landlord? Jehovah God? Or that guy who is knocking on your door? Landlord. I told her, we can't, we can't, we can't even give attention to that. Okay, apostle. The guy got serious from just chasing. He brought guys to carry stuff. They started carrying. Are you hearing me? Then I got to hear that they were carrying. She called me. I refused to answer. <laughs> because when somebody is in that point, eh, I don't want to join their unbelief. Eh? 
It's easier to raise a dead man than a guy who is dying. Do you understand? So, because you don't need to tell him mystery. It's entirely your faith. So, so, listen. This is what happened before God. A Muslim guy comes from the neighborhood like this. He comes and looks and he says, A Muslim. He said, yeah, Muloko has failed to parent. She has failed to parent. He goes to the landlord and says, Landlord, do you know this woman's gospel is what got my woman off pipe? The wife used to smoke pipe. Witchcraft pipe. Do you know that her gospel is what got my wife off pipe? And she says, yeah. Now from today, never ask for rent. From her ever. Come to my house. Muslim, let me tell you, help will come. It might not go through your cousin brother. It might not go through your mother. Even your neighbor might battle. Help will come. God does not put the righteous to shame. Somehow, something will happen. And I'm Position yourself. Who understands what I'm saying? That is why, that's why I'm saying that the unbeliever believes so much in your God than some of you do. That is why in Matthew 28, 11, something happened there. You remember when Jesus had just resurrected? Matthew 28, 11. He says, now when they were going, the Pharisees, behold, some of them of the watch came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things which were done. Eh? And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers, uh-huh, saying, say ye, his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. They believed too much in the resurrection of Jesus, that they can pay for the story to change. While Christians are still believing, they are buying to change the story that you don't believe. So who believes more? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when I look at us, eh, you and me, I fear. You know, the other day I was meditating on the scripture of Isaiah 53 verse 1. He says, who shall believe? You know, that is now, that is now the thing that sometimes bogs my head. I'm thinking, who will believe our story? Who has believed? Who will really believe you? When you tell them you didn't sell your body. Who? 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 Someone time came and told me, you man, you must be... Mm-mm. I asked him why. Fanero can't grab that speed and you're of God. Who will believe us? Some of you, you don't know that you're entering, listen, as a church, as a ministry, as a fellowship, we're entering a stage in life where people are going to stop believing us when we tell them that our worry is not whether it's going to work. Our worry is will they believe when they hear that that guy is the one who raised the dead guy on the street of Kampala? Will they believe our story? Some of you should learn to fear the right way. <laughs> Some people are trying to believe whether it will work. Some of us, we are, we, are, we are scared that people won't believe that it works. People. Because it's so right for us to work and true that it will. When Isaiah says, who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? This is a guy who is the value of decisions. He has started to see the Christ and what the life of Christ is bringing. And he's too confused to say, hey, who will believe that there is a chi glory? Like, who will? Let me tell you, some of you, I look at you and I ask myself, who will believe? 
Who will believe? Who will believe? You treated there. They say she was in. Who will believe that you were like that? And so, who will believe? That is where we're going. We're going to places where men will sin. Are you? Really? No. They will have to ask questions, a thousand and one questions, and fail to get answers until they can't explain us anymore. And when I look at some of you, I worry. I have fear in my heart. Sometimes I go to bed and I worry about you. Who is going to believe that you are a million dollars, 20, 100 million dollars? Who is, who is going to believe that you didn't steal money, you didn't sell gold, you didn't buy, you, who is going to believe it? And I mean, some of you, I'm worried. When I look at you, I worry. You look at yourself, don't you worry. People are going to ask, how did she do it? How did he do it? And even you, you can't explain. Now I'm prophesying. Oh, you want me to first vibrate? That said the Lord. No, I won't. Listen, things are going to happen in your life. One day, we shall stand before people and we will we'll start to worry. Who will believe that I didn't steal? Who will believe that I said nothing but it happened? Who shall believe? Our st- who will believe our story? Who will believe our story? Some of you should open your eyes to see where you're going. Who will believe that you, what you just happened out of the blue? Nothing, no strings attached, no Simanya helpers from the US, nothing. Just something just found you where you are in Mukono, Masanafu, Machi Indie, Yomadirise, Yotakusang. Who will believe that there was no connection? And that is why I tell you as a man of God, because when I say things, they come to pass. They do. Recently, I was prophesying on the, this old digital analog migration. I told people there's trouble. Analog companies are going to have trouble with government, and it is happening. You get? I know, what I, I know what I'm seeing. I know what I'm seeing. Some of you, oh, why you want me to first shake and you know God is speaking? Do you believe now? I swear it will work. When you're driving back home, ask yourself, who believe your story? Me, I've seen where some of us are going and people are going to call us thieves. What? They are going to call you every sort of thing. Why? Because men call crazy anything they can't explain. And many of you are coming out of the explainable zones. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your gospel won't be explained. The message of God upon your life won't be explained. Your finances won't be explained. The apprehension of the things of God won't be explained. The anointing of God upon your life will not be explained. The increase of God upon your life will not be explained. The multiplication of the glory of God will not be explained. The apprehension of that which Christ apprehended you for will not be Men will look at you and they can't explain. Who will believe our report? Who will believe our report? In Isaiah 45, 19, he spoke very clearly. He said, I have not spoken in, da- in, in secret places. Neither have I said this darkly. 
I've spoken it openly. I have not called the seed of Jacob to seek me in vain. This is clear. Give me, let me amplify it. Amplified says what? It says, I have not spoken in a secret, in a corner of the land of darkness. I did not call the descendants of Jacob to a fruitless serving, saying, seek me for nothing. But I promised them a just reward. The Lord speaks righteousness. He didn't call you. Listen, he didn't call you to a fruitless life. He did not. The God I'm talking about did not call you to a fruitless life. Now we have to start to worry. Who is going to believe you? I don't know who I'm talking to. But some of you, I look at you and I ask myself, who will believe that she used to sit in Fanero on a Thursday evening like everybody else and something on her life just changed one day? Who will believe us? Let me tell you a secret before I finish. One time Jesus is walking and he finds Peter and the rest of the guys they were shipping, I mean fishing and they caught nothing. You get my point? And then he tells them launch out to the deep. He says launch to the deep. They say but we caught nothing the whole day. And he said no, you launch to the deep. They launched to the deep and caught too much fish. And asked the Holy Ghost, why did you do this? And the Spirit of the Lord told me, the only way you can get a fisherman out of fishing is proving to him you can measure the amount of fish for any man. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? Some of us, God needed to prove to us that he could look after us so well to live and start preaching. Because we were educated, we had very nice grades, we were A-class students, and we were very we were, we were A-class performers at our workplaces. God needed to convince us that I'm bigger than that kajob. I can multiply. Listen, the man tries to fish the whole day and finds nothing. And by the word of one man, he tells him, "Launch to the deep this time," because I've said. And they catch fish; they can't hold much. Which Peter can stay on that water? Does I'm taking out to build engine? Which Peter can stay on that water when God has proved to him that he has gotten fish in one day that could have taken him one month? In one day, because there is a word that was spoken. He's working with a man. They don't have taxes. He tells him, "We don't have taxes." He tells him, "Go in the mouth of a fish." Fish don't make money, but this guy has an anointing on him that can tell me to go in the mouth of a fish and money must come out. Pay for taxes for you and me. Peter knows a God who can pay for his taxes out of fish. Peter gets marveled and he tells him that small. I'll make you a fisher of men. He means you're going to attract men. You're going to catch men. You're going to have an influence on men. You're going to have a certain influence on people. Some of you, I wish you understand. What makes us fishermen is not preaching only. What makes us fishermen is the influence we have on the lives of multitudes. There are people right now who just wait for us to tell them go. And they don't ask where, they just go. We tell them jump, they just ask how high. Why? Because when, listen, he didn't call us to a fruitless service. 
You think people are home and they're looking after their Abu babies and they're doing homework for their kids. You don't have children, you do. Do you think you're just sitting here for nothing? No, no way. You're not wasting your time. Something must happen. That is why when the Lord Jesus is dead, resurrected, the next time when they hear he's dead, Peter says, let's go back fishing. That's when Peter remembers we have to fish. You get something funny happened. The scriptures tell us that when he goes back fishing, eh, they find him on the shore and he asks them, Have you had anything to eat? You get my point? He sends them, Go and cast this time your nets on the right. They get it and they come back with a multitude. And the Bible says, And John realizes, Oh, oh this is the Lord. The Bible says, when Peter realized it was the Lord, he didn't even wait for the boat to reach shore. This guy, he's all I need. Listen, you can try to fish and fail, but when you carry this guy, you will fish plenty. The Bible says, and the rest came with their boats on the end. Peter was too crazy to stay. The guy had to swim faster than a boat. Why? Because he knew the guy who got him a fish when he couldn't catch anything. And he promised him that he will make him a fisher of men. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to tell you. Let me declare to you as I finish. God has not called you to seek him in vain. I speak this upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ that things will happen for you in the name of Jesus now listen to the shocker now I understand why Isaiah says who shall believe our report I understand I never used to but now I understand because when you go back to the scripture I opened with Jesus is asking which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to tell him because the answer is it is easy to say than to do certain things do you understand what I'm saying it is easier to say you can call me blasphemous that's okay you can call us cult you do us call they can call you thief murderer let them say but there's one thing they can't duplicate it's called fruit so he asked them if you think that blasphemy to forgive sin is harder which is harder can you get a palsy off their bed? You can't. Now let me prove to you. Get up and walk. The guy gets up and walks. And then he tells them, I just wanted you to know that the son of God has power on earth to forgive sin. I mean to say that certain people will look at you and call you crazy, mad, lunatic, cult. And you'll ask them which is easier. And you'll do the harder thing. I don't know if you understand what I'm just saying. You'll ask them which is easier. Thank you, Lord. And when they say this is easier, you do the harder thing. Yeah. We don't believe in you. No, 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 no. You're lying to people. Which is easier? Lying to people or raising a dead man? You look for a murambo there. Then, then, look for a dead body. Then, then, raise it up and move on. We shall do the hard ones. 
we shall do the harder ones. The time has come for men to enter meetings and they say, who is the most sick man? I want to begin. If you have flu, go away. Who is the most... You understand? When men will stand in public and say, who is the sickest? We heal from sickest to little. Say that you see the sickest healed and the flu person just walks back and says, no, that anointing has, has entered the meeting. It can't. Listen to me, I tell you as a man of God, some of you are going to change things people can't change. Some of you are going to approve things people can't approve. Some of you are going to shake things men can't shake. And when they come to judge you, you ask them which is easier. To tell money to come out of my shoe or to tell it to rain from heaven. And you shall say money rain. And it shall rain that you'll know that the Son of God has power to tell money to come out of a shoe. Did you get it? <laughs> In simple terms, that you might believe the simplest because I've done a harder one. And that is where some of us are going. When people doubt that you can't do it, you're going to do something harder. That's why I worry about you. I pray for funeral members and I worry about you. Who will believe you? Who will believe you? Who? Holy Ghost. I feel an anointing that changes winds. Somebody raise your hands. I feel an anointing here. That changes things. There's somebody coming out of this room. Different the way you came. And a voice is going to come out so soon. Who will believe you? Holy Ghost, I feel the presence of God here. I feel the presence of God here. Listen, just receive it. Just receive it. I feel an anointing that can change things. I feel an anointing that can just change things. You pray, don't mind whoever is going through whatever they're going through. I feel an anointing that can change things. Receive it, my brother. I feel an people are not going to believe that you came from Uganda. They're not going to believe that you are an African. They're not going to believe that your father was a normal man. They're not going to believe that your mother was a normal woman. They're not going to believe that you went to school with them. They're not going to believe that you went to the same church. They're not going to believe you are in the same fellowship. They're not going to believe they sat with you in the taxi. Holy Ghost! Come on, somebody speaking in other tongues. Change something. Change something. I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. I promise you they won't believe it. I promise you they will not believe it. I promise you they will not believe it. Speak something in your life. It must work for you this year. It must work for you this week. It must work in your body. That disease must leave. Who will believe that he left? Just take an extra minute. We have time.
take an extra minute. He could not get Peter off that boat if he could not prove to him that I can attract fish when you fail. He did not call the seed of Jacob to seek him in vain. He didn't call you to a fruitless sacrifice and service. Something will happen in your life. Which is harder? Which is easier? You will do what's hard. I said you'll do what's hard. Thank you, Lord. We cast our nets on the right. It is the hand of grace. It is the distinction of you working in us both to will and to do according to your good pleasure. I speak upon your life in the name of Jesus that you will stand. You will not fail. You will succeed. You will change this world. You're going to shake Uganda. You're going to shake Africa. You're going to shake Europe. You're going to shake Asia. People are going to look at you and realize there is something upon you that money can't buy. People will look at you and realize there is something upon your life that nobody can kill. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Now I want you to give the Lord a mighty hand clap of praise. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero oh, Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Venero, make manifest.